Good morning, everybody. We've got a mixed trade in the grain markets here early on Friday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures up one and a half at 5.89. March soybeans down five cents at 13.72 and a quarter. March Chicago wheat down seven at 7.39 and three quarters. March Kansas City wheat is down 12 and a half cents at 7.47 and a quarter. March spring wheat down 15 and three quarter cents at 8.79 and three quarters. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. Leave me a rating or review. I could certainly use some more ratings and reviews on that Apple podcast app in particular. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, subscribe to the channel, like these videos. That would really help me out uh, to grow this channel. If you need some additional assistance from me, guys, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Click on Grain Marketing Plan in the upper right-hand corner. Check out my subscription service this weekend, guys. Give this deal a shot. $49.99 a month. You'll get my uh, morning email, which goes out every business day uh, right before I start these live streams, about 6.20 a.m. or so. Uh, I've got a text message service that goes out twice a day. I have subscriber-only videos that go out every single business day uh, where I really get into to grain marketing-type topics, a lot of other topics. I do weather updates. Uh, we've got a three-day weekend coming up and I'll have a weather update on Monday uh, prior to the open, and I do that during the U.S. growing season as well. So give this deal a shot. It's a monthly subscription. You can cancel it at any time. There's no other fee, no other obligation. I will not try to sell you anything else, I promise. Uh, there is some rain headed for Argentina, and this is a big shift uh, to the forecast and to the weather situation in Argentina. They've been very hot. They've been very dry this week. Uh, those hot and dry conditions are going to persist here for another couple of days. And then come, say, Sunday or Monday, you're going to see some cool air and some rains return to a good chunk of corn and soybean country in Argentina. Now, we have a three-day weekend coming up. We're off Monday uh, for the Martin Luther King Day holiday. So these three-day weekends you know, during weather markets are sometimes notorious for uh, shifts in the forecast, volatility on the reopen come Monday night. Uh, so you could see that sort of thing. You know, If you see a shift in the forecast and say this, this thing looks drier come Monday night, that would be very friendly to market. If this forecast is confirmed and the idea that we're moving toward a, a wetter and cooler forecast is confirmed, that would be uh, perhaps bearish the market. So this is, is uh, in my opinion, the biggest deal we've got going on in these markets, short term, uh, very short term, meaning like the next you know two or three trading sessions. Uh, this is certainly an issue. In regard to Brazil, uh, private groups continue to cut estimates for the Brazilian soybean crop. Well-followed group AgroConsult pegged the crop at 134 million metric tons. Uh, that was down, I think, 10 million from their previous estimate. That 134 is lower than what we saw from the uh, government entity this week, USDA was at 139, CONAB uh, just above 140. The group said that the national soybean yield in Brazil could hit a six-year low. Uh, as with the other groups, they're essentially citing um, drought in the southern part of the country in particular as being a significant concern. There's also some issues regarding excessive moisture, some, some flooding uh, in northern areas. So the uh, crop estimates continue to fall. Keep in mind, guys, a lot of this has already been discounted into the marketplace. I mean, the soybean markets rallied, what, two bucks? Uh, from its lows that were posted in November. So we've discounted smaller crops to, to a significant degree here. At, but have, have we fully done that yet? How small are the crops? Uh, this is still kind of a work in progress. Export sales, kind of disappointing last week. Corn sales for the current marketing year, just 458,000. The trade was looking for 500 to 1.5. In regard to corn sales, accumulated uh, corn export sales for the current marketing year are down about 9% versus last year. USDA says we'll be down 12%, so not any big deviation there. 
Uh, soybean sales were just okay, 736,000. The trade was looking for 400 to 1.2. Uh, soybean sales are down 23% versus last year. USDA is uh, still projecting a 9.5% decline. Um, so you could make the argument perhaps that maybe uh, they're overstating soybean exports. But with these uh, South American weather issues, maybe it's too early for uh, USDA to cut that export projection. You know, if China comes back in and decides, hey, we need more U.S. beans, that could certainly uh, be helpful to the export program. Wheat exports, uh, not good, down 23% versus last year. So exports uh, generally across the board soft versus last year and really not a great week of sales either. Drought remains an issue in the United States. I haven't talked about this in a while, and this isn't any like big breaking news or anything, but we still have drought in in the western half of the country. Uh, when you break it down by crop, uh, your wheat areas in particular are of significant concern. USDA says that 69% of U.S. winter wheat areas are experiencing a drought, and 59% of U.S. spring wheat areas are experiencing a drought. And you look at the plains here, all the way from you know Texas up through Oklahoma, a whole bunch of Kansas, um, the Dakotas, Nebraska, a lot of this is still drought stricken to some degree. And they've seen some relief in some of these areas. Uh, that spring wheat number of 59% was up in the 90s uh, over the summer. So they've, they've seen some relief, but still an issue, certainly. Uh, when it comes to row crops, 19% uh, of corn areas and 15% of soybean areas experiencing a drought, according to USDA. Does the market care about this right now? No. I mean, you would look at the wheat numbers and say, hey, uh, you've got almost 70% of winter wheat areas in a drought, yet the winter wheat market seems to go down double digits like every day. So they don't care yet, but go out uh, two or three months and the market will start to care if these issues are not alleviated. Inflation at the producer level continues to run near historic highs. Uh, the inflation rate on the producer side in 2021, we saw a 9.7% increase. That is the highest on record for any year. Uh, the PPI data set only dates back to 2010, so you don't have like the early 1980s type numbers uh, involved in this data set. The producer price index, guys, it tracks the average change over time in selling prices received by domestic producers for their output. So this is like wholesale uh, data. A lot of times you'll see this trickle down into the CPI numbers. You know, CPI is only at 7%, but your PPI is at 9.7. So does, does inflation on the consumer side eventually hit a level like this? I suppose that's a possibility. Uh, we know, of course, that the Fed is planning on uh, taking some steps to um, uh, cool this inflation, which has uh, been a very, very hot topic. It's about the biggest topic there is in regard to U.S. politics right now. It has uh, overtaken uh, COVID as being the biggest concern among voters uh, based on polls that I've seen here recently. The cattle market finished higher yesterday. Uh, nothing really exciting in cash cattle yet this week, 134 to 138. I think the bulk was uh, 136 in the south. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is just a little bit higher. Uh, the S&P is down 11 points ahead of the cash open. The Dow Jones is down 75. Uh, the bond market is off. Precious metals off just a little bit. Crude oil is up 57 cents at 82.19. Have a great weekend, guys. We are off Monday. I will talk to you Tuesday morning.